I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stu Whiffin, sitting opposite me today, head to toe in mustard as always. <laughs> yeah, the mustard boy. I'm keen as mustard, me. Keen as mustard for this podcast. Christopher what does that mean? Glasson. Keen as mustard is just means that you're up for it. Keen as mustard, or then that's mustard, that is, which is, that's good. I don't know why I'm telling you this. You know, you know these things, don't keen you? Keen as mustard. You've not heard that one before? Well, I have, yeah, loads, but I just don't really make sense, does it? Lots it's of not like when I open, sense. like, you know, a cupboard where there's condiments, it's not like the mustard's going, me, me, me! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's, he's just up there alongside the others. It's the brightest of the condiments, though, so it's quite keen, isn't it? It's like, it's like you know, as an advert, it's like the one that's right in your face. Sweet chilli's pretty, uh, pretty colourful. Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Welcome Think to Hardcore Chris. Listing. Welcome to Hardcore Listing. If this is your first time, this is a podcast where we pick a top five, often suggested by one of our um, wonderful listeners, or sometimes we'll get a guest on. Today, it's just me and Badger over there, the Honey Badger, as I like to call him. And we're going to do a top five today. But before we go any further, let's have a little shout out from our sponsoroonies. Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall. Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have. It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From 18 to 118, there is something for you. It's what you make it. Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars you've in your current garage. I, for one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being MOT because I forgot. So it's a bit of a lifesaver. Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, Providence. Moto Recall, make sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full Providence check on the vehicle. With just the car reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee. I wish I'd had that in the past. And and with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning? And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay-as-you-go when you need them. Experian aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course. Download the app for free. Search Moto Recall in your app store. M-O-T-O-R-E-C-A-L-L. Moto Recall in your app store. Uh, hello, this is uh, Chiles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, and I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor uh, Hardcore Listing and what, what love-beer.co.uk does. Uh, I am a fully certified by the British Beer and Pubs Association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars. I have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like Facebook and HelloFresh. I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. 
Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, while I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3 that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Hello, I want to take a moment to shout out one of our wicked sponsors, eggfried.com. They are a streetwear brand. They produce t-shirts, sweats, hoodies, handmade denims. It's all inspired by hip-hop, punk, choir fashion. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, head over to eggfried.com and, and have a look on the website because the, it's not just the design, it's the layout, it's the website. You know, the creative team... Over there, absolutely on point. There's just some some great stuff there, and and not just for adults as well. They've got small fried, which is their range of kids' <laughs> clothes. And if you want your kid to just look beyond cool, like head over and check that out. And they've given us a discount code, right, Chris? Yes, egg salad. If you type egg salad into the discount coupon section, you get yourself a tidy little discount. And when they send out the stuff, it is packaged exquisitely. You get little goodies in there, stickers, and it's all wrapped up beautifully. So check out eggfried.com. Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? (laughs) No, it's really not. Right, we're going with it. (laughs) We're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a, a long-time sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of, of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does? Yes, it's all about fresh, innovative production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers, working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, Their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've, they've worked with a lot of companies. It's, it consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums? Stop talking him out of it. Right. <laughs> Honey Badger. So I imagine that is you going Honey Monster forward slash like some kind of Dave Lee Travis fucking grey bearded. It is. It's something along them lines, isn't it? Um, I mean, it is, the Badger bit is because of your beard. It's getting little stripes in there now. You really are starting to. If you were an animal, I think you are turning more and more into a Badger, which is a great thing, don't, yeah. um, don't you? You're don't also be... alluding to the fact that I'm probably close to being put down. <laughs> yeah, or hit, run over by a car. <laughs> I, I, I'd <laughs> like to add <clears throat> that you, I'll tell you what you look like, right? You <laughs> yeah, could be airbrushed onto Mulligan and O'Hare right now <laughs> and you wouldn't look out of place. Oh, God, yeah. I do look ridiculous. I had such a strange dream last. Do you want to hear my dream last? No, no, I really that? don't. Dreams, other people's dreams are boring. Well, I'll tell you it. This might be the one that isn't. <laughs> I think it's probably... I had a dream that... It's not lucid, is it? You and No, no. You and Pip... No, it was more passive. You and Pip posted a social media post of me rapping on stage at this new little <laughs> venue that we got. All oh, right. You upgraded your stage now, <laughs> And I was really good. That says a lot about your mindset. I was, I was really good. And then I was looking at the comments and there was people over in, like, um, Denmark commenting. And I thought, oh, that's because I looked Danish. And then I looked back at me and I looked like a pirate. And I was like, oh, I didn't realise I looked quite that much like a pirate. <laughs> and then I looked more closely and... The person rapping and the video of me rapping, it wasn't syncing up. And I realised what you guys have done is you were so embarrassed of my rapping that you 
you'd you'd muted me and put a good wrapper over the top. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Everyone's oh, and you'd like, gone global with that as well. I don't know how. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, it got to that. It reached Denmark. But to be fine, honest with you, there was one like. <laughs> there was one like from a person from Denmark saying in Danish, which I couldn't understand to the other going, check this out. Fucking weird. Fucking weird. And your honey badger, only because I added the honey bit, because um, there's a guy who does a workout on like... Um, fit and he get gay i think he's self-titled the honey badger he's quite good but it's a bit of a weird bit of a weird thing to call yourself in it my name's rich aka the honey badger yeah i mean that's one of the ones that no one else calls him probably another person her name's laura she's lovely and she calls herself aka get this muscles (laughs) not a lot of thoughts gone into them names is it they're very fit people. I think they spend a lot of time, you know, on the hard work. They should spend more time sort of living in the real world. I think they've got to, get, you know, get a, you know, do a bit of a brainstorming. Yeah. I struggle with people that do that little kind of like sly thing where they sort of straighten their arm out as they're walking away from the weights and just have a little look at their arm in the mirror. I hate that. It really makes me cringe. But, uh, but I get, I get it. You know, people are proud of the results of yeah, their work. I do. I, I think there's a, there's a, there's a little bit of room for that. It's just jealousy. That's all. Yeah. From, um, from the I've been on the NI. Yeah. Go on in. What happened? Was it good? Uh, Out of no. 10? Uh, three. Oh, that's a shit. It, it's, I mean, I messaged Pip at one point, uh, saying we might have another drunk cast here. Like it's not bad? quite, it's not, I mean, the fact that, He'd already chimed in the day before with yeah. uh, let's do top five holidays from hell. And I just thought, well, I've won that. And I've already yeah. spoke about that about a million times. Yeah. But um, this one was warming up to it. So um, we went to a place called St. Osif's. Um, uh, you know, textbook holiday complex, yeah. you know, uh, caravan for, for four nights. Over 800 quid. Right, oh. so uh, so it wasn't necessarily cheap. Yeah. Got a quid, yeah. Uh, and uh, when you get there, some some fundamentals, right? You have to take your own towels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to take your own toilet roll. Um, and <laughs> so there was one of them kind of like weird ornament ornamental sort of like fires that looked like TVs, like. Uh, and then above that was the TV. You know what I'm talking about? Them fires, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mum and dad uh, had one for ages when they've got a little light in it and it sort of like flickers around, it makes it look like a real fire. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was a game changer, you know, in the 80s. Back in the 80s. <laughs> Still um, in my mum's lounge now. <laughs> but uh, so both the fire and the telly had a remote. So uh, it was quite cold. So it was like, right, let's put the fire on and we'll stick the telly on. Uh, no, no, you only get one, one set of batteries, you have to swap them. Uh, <laughs> right, so these things are starting to make me have like see and I need to say this before I get into it right so I'm not a racist <laughs> I'm not a snob <laughs> but right yeah. so I should point out that this is what gives me the grounds to complain about where I went right I was born in Tilbury right mm. Tilbury is fucking piss poor it is a piss poor town uh, and yeah, son of a docker, right? <laughs> Two weeks ago, an article gets published. I currently live in Grays. Grays ranked the worst town in the UK. Yeah, it's bad. Right? That's where I live, right? I'd like to point out that's not true. <laughs> uh, I will probably say the holiday park where I went is up there. Um, It was just mental. Like, nobody had the ability to talk to their kids. They had to shout at their kids 24-7. It was just really horrible to see. It was like... (sighs) Why did you book this holiday there? Because and it looked nice on the website away. and oh, okay. it wanted to get away and at the moment trying to book somewhere in the UK is not easy. Right, right. There's not a lot of choice. It's not right. too far. But what it's also not too far from, in fact, it's literally nestled next to it, is Jaywick. Um, oh, right. 
Ah, this will so, make sense uh, now. Yeah. Add, add a little day trip into, and I, I don't want to make you know lazy. Yeah, I probably do. Um, yeah, so um, decided to go and have a look where they filmed that documentary yeah. in Jaywick, and yeah. it's a it's a it's a tragic thing yeah. to see. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that was literally like a two minute walk from where I was staying. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was just like oh, I don't know. It was everywhere you went and sat. If you wanted to eat there or drink there, if you sat there, tables were sticky. I, I mean, as soon as oh. I got there, I got the keys. Uh, they gave me one. I said, "Oh, there's there's a load of us. Can can I have another key?" And they went, "Yes, twenty quid." <laughs> <laughs> I only paid eight hundred quid already, but yeah, why not? Um, and then. And then uh, I went, is there a toilet in this um, like clubhouse? And they went, yeah, yeah, it's just there. I walked in, uh, the toilet seat and the toilet lid were on the floor <laughs> uh, and the pan was absolutely just covered in shit. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm literally brought my kids here for a holiday. Uh, <laughs> I'm so it, yeah, sorry. Um, the, 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 <clears throat> the way you go to like, <clears throat> there was a place, a few shops on site. Make of this what you will. I'm not. I'm not speculating anything, right? Normally, I've found previously, you know, in in ventures to Yarmouth and Bournemouth and all of these sort of you know oh. seaside holiday towns, you get a little on 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 site supermarket. Oh. Sometimes a laundrette uh-huh. uh, and, and a clubhouse. This one um, had a little supermarket. Um, that just sold um, alcohol um, was mm. doing a big special. I think they free... call that off license. Uh, it was like an off license, but it did sell a selection of um, Bobby's home brand crisps. Oh, okay. Uh, which I, I'm not. I'm, I've not got a problem with. They did also um, when you walked in. I would say the the stack of specials. It was like a mountain of bottles of three liter Frosty Jacks that they were doing, right. So who goes on holiday and buys three litre bottles of Frosty Jacks? Oh, God. Like, you know. What are you going on holiday from? Where, 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 where do you live normally? Chernobyl? Like, um, so the, the three shops that were there, supermarket, mm. the other side of it, tattooist. Uh, <laughs> the other side of it, massage parlour. Oh. Actually, just take, take the family down there. I mean, make it out what you will. Right. Um, yeah, it it wasn't very nice. It wasn't very nice. And it was like, we went into Clacton and we went on the of pier course. and that was all all right. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it was just. Did you complain? Um, I complained because there was no Wi-Fi. Um, you yuppie. Well, no, because. Why not about the <clears throat> shit all around the toilet? I'll just take a picture of that and post it. Right, so let, let me t- talk about the Wi-Fi thing because this, oh, this become a situation. Right, yeah. uh, so I had one podcast to do when I was away, yeah. right? I had I had 10 minutes with Darren Till, the UFC oh, player. Oh, that one, right, yeah. So it's a big name for those yeah. that are into that sport, right? Uh, and we was told we had 10 minutes, right? And so I just thought, right, okay. So checked on the website. Yes, there's high-speed Wi-Fi available in uh, all caravans. Excellent. So I got there. First thing, as well as that, like, kids don't want to smash all their data. Like, no. And so it was 15, 15 quid for a couple of days. So I'll just pay that, get that done. Uh, can't connect to it. So I was like, ah. Oh. So oh, I went over, I'm I, getting really upset. I feel like I want to go down to this campsite and burn it <laughs> already. So I went over to reception. I went, oh, hi. I said, um, I can't seem to connect to the Wi-Fi. She went, turn it off and turn it on again. I went, where? She went, the router. I went, there isn't one. And she went, I'll just just turn the mains off and on, then it'll boot it up. And I just thought, right, maybe I just can't find this router. So I was like, all right. So (laughs) I went back, turned it off and on, and then nothing happened. And then this time I've gone and had a little look outside the caravan because I'm not an expert, but they're not a lot different from a portal cabin, which I've worked on for years. I thought, there's one lead going into this caravan and that's the mains electric right there's no internet coming into this place yeah so i've gone back and i went um i don't think there's any internet in my caravan she went i can show you that there is i said well can you make it work please she went 
Did you? T- I said, she said, maybe you should turn it off. Oh said, fucking god! And, and, and I went. I went. You've just done. You've just said that, and I've just done that, right? So this is like, you know, a, a ten minute walk each time there and back, right? And I said, I've got a meeting today, and, and I really need Wi-Fi. I said, I don't. I understand that it's not going to be paramount in your day's work, but like, I just need it for like an an hour tops. Okay. Um. Well. I did see that when you first come over, my mate did make a, a note of it on that post-it note there. Right? Oh, post-it notes, excellent filing system. Uh, so she went, um, we need to phone the IT company and get them to come out and have a look. I went, okay. Uh, so uh, I went, it is bank holiday Monday though. I said, um, and she went, yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. They're, they're 24-7. Okay, brilliant. So I just thought, right, my meeting's tomorrow. I'll just let it go today. So anyway, got up first thing the next day, went over. Morning, I said, um, how did you get on with the IT guy? She went, oh, they, they weren't going to answer yesterday. It was Bank Holiday Monday, wasn't it? I went, oh, yes. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I went, oh, no, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. And uh, she went, yeah, I don't... thing is with them, you know, I did, oh, hang on, I did make a note of it. But, oh, hang on, where did, I said, you put it on a post-it note yesterday. She went, oh, that's right, yeah, oh, I've got a lot of them. All right, and like oh, knowing you think, like, hell, am I being I'm filmed going... for a Channel Five documentary yeah. of like when fucking adults lose their minds, yeah. right? Uh, and I went, when, uh, honey, ba- honey badger's rampage. <laughs> That's a great film, um, aka Muscles, right? And I was like, uh, I went, oh, oh, okay. Um, and she went, the thing is, she said, I can keep ringing the IT firm, but. They just don't bother answering, so I don't really know what else I can do. I fucking hate you, woman. Right. I fucking hate this person. And I was like, how does that help me? Yeah, that, oh. Right. Uh, And she went, well, you know, I can try again a bit later. And I was like, I said, got an office I can use. And she went, oh, I I don't know. Uh, Same thing, I just went and I found out the number for fucking head office, phoned them, and I just went, right, look, I just... I, I checked that there was Wi-Fi before yeah. I come, and I said, and I'm just getting a barrage of fucking nonsense, uh, and and my complaint is being registered on on a post-it note. Uh, I said, I'm just really pissed off. I said, yeah. like, like everything I've booked here is rubbish. Yeah. I said, I booked it so I could come here so that my kids could go in a swimming pool uh, if the weather was shit. And when you do go in the swimming pool, uh, there's no changing rooms, yeah. right? So, uh, yeah. And uh, you get told you have an hour slot, uh, but that hour slot is in fact twenty five minutes. So uh, I mean, it was ice cold. Uh, but the lifeguard, uh, who I think at one point was asleep, uh, was at the bottom of the slide. So I was like, "Watch this!" Uh, and so I must have propelled myself down this slide just because I knew when I come out the other end, I was going to make a big splash, and I did. And I literally soaked that gun. <laughs> and he woke up with a proper fright. Um, uh, needless to say, uh, there was no Wi-Fi. Uh, we didn't get any Wi-Fi. Uh, and I ended up having to go and uh, sit in the sales office for 10 minutes to talk to Darren Till, uh, of which uh, he didn't turn up. He didn't turn up? No. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> come on, Derek Brunson. <laughs> oh, it was fucking rubbish, mate. Uh, it was rubbish. After all uh, that, um, I'll send you the video of the uh, the entertainment in in, in the evening. Uh, it, it, I, I tell you what I said to Pip. I feel like I'm involved in an immersive experience of a sitcom pilot. It yeah. just felt like they were making this yeah. mad pilot yeah, yeah. of these different characters, yeah. like like a Phoenix Knights type yeah, yeah. type thing, but on a holiday camp. And I was just being thrust into it just to see her off air. And uh yeah, it was it was pretty bananas. Oh Stuart. I can't um I I get more more and more sort of stern and just keep I keep throwing us and, and just spelling out look, this is what I asked for, this is what you haven't done. Yeah. You need to sort this immediately. But yeah. then you get people like that who are just so rude. We were in B and Q the other day ordering paints and, and literally just the level of incompetence about mixing some paints was just beyond to the point where I was like, can you color match like a color? If I give it to you, she was like, no, I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. So we went and um, we went and looked and found the colors closest to it. Went back to him and went, yeah, that we think this is closest to that wallpaper. And she went, well, I can color match the wallpaper. <laughs> and I was working and <laughs> I just these people and like they've just got no sort of sense of customer service skills like they're just busy doing what they're doing not realizing mm. that you know I, I really don't like the, the saying the customer's always right the customer's always an arsehole mm. but they, some of these people are just just got no idea of what they're doing or how they're talking to you and oh mate I feel <clears> so <throat> sorry for you the woman in front of me <clears throat> uh, when I was queuing for about my fourth um, time to go to reception uh had all her kids outside uh, and her husband who had like a can of his Polska or something like that. Like, I think it's yeah. like a Polish lager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a can of that on the go. It was about half 10 in the morning. <clears throat> he had a can of that on the go and a fag. So he couldn't come in because he was smoking. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and, uh, and in the, in the middle of her, uh, I don't know what she was talking to reception for. I was trying to just zone out the situation. <laughs> And she turned around and went, I won't be long, mate. And I went, no, you're all right. I said, you know, sort your thing out. And then just before she turned back around, she just went, Martin, Martin, go and get some fucking fags. Standing there <laughs> doing fuck all. I just thought, oh, like, I just don't want this. It's funny because if you'd have let me know, I've got uh, lots of caravan connections in Clacton. I don't want to go to a caravan in Clacton. Static caravans. Yeah, I've, I've, I've just been in one, mate. They got Wi-Fi. Silver Dawn, it's beautiful. <laughs> got everything, mate. They got everything. I've got loads of hookups. Um... And what's weird is like, let's look around it. You can buy the, the caravans there. They're, they're only like ninety-five grand. It's insane. I, I can't I even think... understand that. You can buy two houses in Yorkshire for that. You can buy six houses in Jaywick for that. And like, <laughs> and I was just thinking like. What? Why would someone spend like ninety thousand pound to to have a caravan here that depreciates? Look, really? then after five years, they go. It's a bit tatty. Can't have it on the site anymore. I do, like, yeah, it's mad. I mean, that that shitty toilet. I think that would have. I'd have flipped my lid, thinking that my kids were supposed to go there and it was a holiday campsite. If it's a if it's a club in mm. London and mm. it's a, I've gone to a sweaty rave. I've got zero expectations of what I'm walking into mm. in that toilet. You know, literally there could be corpses in that toilet mm. and I'd be like, you know, that's what, that's what I'm there for really. Just mm. something a bit grimy and sweaty. <laughs> if I was taking my family somewhere yeah. and I walked in and I went, there's your toilet. Yeah. Oh man. I'd go, I'd, I'd really go spare. I think. And I feel so sorry for you. I think really I'm going to have to start writing a script of your holidays. Well, you need, you've had the, you've obviously had the big cruise one. I think that's a good one to start with in terms mm. of a trilogy of shit holidays. We'll I, start I, with I the, should start the something called Prick Advisor. Where, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, yeah, you just put me in fucking awful fucking holiday results and I just have to see how I fare. 
Like, just push me. We should just call it falling down. I do think that's where it's going to end up, mate. You're going to end up inside. What? What? Um. So you had the bad cruise. You've had that one. Have you had another one that we've talked about? I can't remember. Oh yeah, I've had some howlers, mate. I really have. I don't right. think that we could, we should really get get the trilogy out there. We'll start with the cruise. The second movie will be you decided to keep it at home. Well, obviously, because... I had the, the weekend away where the clutch fell out my car when I got there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can merge that into this one, to be honest with you, in terms of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, okay. Well, I mean, we've we've been banging on about caravans and uh, Wi-Fi for twenty minutes. Um, so today's top five. <clears throat> is chosen by um, Vanessa Ellis, um, yes. one of our Patreons. Um, if you're not a Patreon, then um, may we suggest that um, you, you, you go check that out because each week we put up an episode on Patreon and uh, you get to choose it as well. Uh, and also we put up the video episode so you can see Mustard Boy in all his uh, yellow glory uh, and you can see the Honey Badger's um, salt and pepper head. Uh, in all of its, uh, yeah, spud-like glory. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can watch every episode. You get access to probably 300 episodes in the back catalogue now. Uh, as well as that, you can watch um, Pip gave us the videos to the um, Drunk Cast with Romesh and Brett Goldstein uh, and Jade and Rich. So go and check out the back catalogue there. You can watch all the, the Drunk Cast. You can watch Chris getting told off by his mum. Um, and yeah, and we also do live hangouts. We've not done one this month yet, so we've got to get one in early doors next month where um, we pick a top five and, and we sit down over Zoom and get all the Patreons in as well. And we have a big old hangout and chinwag and, and record a little episode with them as well and put that out um, for them Patreons as well. So that's, uh, and, it, and I think it works out about 79p a week to do that. Yeah, it's so, like a box uh, of fags a week, a month. Yeah. You know, yeah. one box of your fags. A box of fags is about 12 quid, so you're wrong. Jesus Christ. I'm in the, living in the past, mate. Yeah. It's not Wake even up. a box of fags. Right. Stop smoking, join us. Top, Top five, five ruddy bloody blokes. Right. I guarantee you've got this wrong. What do you mean? I just think yours are going to be shit. All right. Do you want to know what my number five is then? I'll go. Yes, please. Stuart Whiffen. Correct answer. No, you said wrong. <laughs> well, I've got you as my number five because you are a ruddy bloody bloke, really. I think you're one of the last. You're cut. You're you're a di- you're a dinosaur. You you are like a badger where we, you're slowly becoming extinct. Um, like my girlfriend always says, Shrew's a good bloke, isn't he? He's a real yeah. bloke. He's a real man. And aside from your like, you know, unwillingness to be on the tools, I'm sat in my underpants, by the way, because I've been sanding floors this morning. Um, I've had to just pull this top on because um, it's not that clean. It's 10.30 in the job. morning, people. Yeah, uh, I was sanding at, at 10 a.m., yeah. Chris was sitting there to the point where I could hear Molly in the background going, just stop, will you, while he's going, testing, testing <laughs> as loud as he can to see what, what his recorder can cope with when he gets overexcited. And, you, and I was just thinking, your poor new neighbours, now you've just mentioned that prior to that, you've been floor sanding. sanding. I told them. I knocked on their doors. Yeah. And punched them in the mouth and said... Morning. <laughs> sorry, sorry to disturb you at 6am. Just about to do some floor sanding. Yeah, yeah. No, they're very nice, our new neighbours. It's all lovely. Um, yeah, so... But I, you are a real... You are a ruddy bloody bloke, mate. You're, um, you're a real geezer. And... Um, <laughs> And a nice one as well. Like you, you might you, you might be a bit of a geezer, but I don't think that means you're like some wild, horrible misogynist. Um, and I've kind of tried to keep that out of my top five. But who oh, knows? right, I'm mine sure is all there. about that. Oh, okay, all right. But um, I guess you are a little bit of a misogynist. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like your accent. You like a bit. You go down the Muay Thai club. You know, you've been on the tools. You're quite tall as well. Quite oh, he's, 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 he's height part of it. Yeah, your fingers are all skew if Your toes yeah. are all skew if Yeah. You've got loads of, like, tramp stamps all over your body. Like, you Brilliant. know, only Thanks, God mate. can judge me and, like, tattoos like that. You're just a real geezer, I think. <laughs> just like a point I've not got only God can judge me tattooed. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I saw some fucking great tattoos this week. You did. 
can't bet you did. Oh, I really did in that swimming pool. Oh my god. Yeah, saw some absolute belters. Can you tell me one. Can you describe one to me? Uh, God loves a trier. Saw that. God loves a trier. That's a terrible tattoo. Um. What else? Uh, someone had Darren on the back of their neck and obviously had split up with Darren and had tried to sort of remove it themselves. So it was just like this really kind of weird sort of like speckled, faded. It was it was quite bleak. You just think, how have you done that? That's not laser. Probably laser with a laser pen and a magnifying glass. More than, That's yeah. what it looked like. like uh, uh, but yeah, so I don't think I'm a geezer at all. I'm like, quite a geezer. I think, um, I think people may think I'm a bit of a bloke because... I'm tall. Yeah, I mean, See, I tell you what, take my beard off and I don't look like a bloke. I think you do. I think you do. Stop fighting it. Stop <laughs> fighting it. <laughs> but it is the misogyny that I think everyone, that's what seeps through. Yeah, yeah. Misogyny, yeah. Definitely, mate. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, or, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, see, I don't think you're a bloke in the slightest, right? <laughs> So, like, things that I think, like, uh, um, and for the purpose of this podcast, right, yeah. ruddy bloody blokes, yeah. I'm going, uh, I'm, I'm basing it around probably the 70s and the 80s mm. uh, and, and what was deemed a bloke oh, then. Okay. All right, right, this isn't going to be the most woke episode. Okay, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that the equivalent to I'm not racist, but what I've just said there? Yeah, yeah. Number <laughs> really five, is, Hitler. <laughs> Too short. Um, so, uh, right, ruddy bloody blokes. So, I've got a little note here. Right. Oh, good. So, nice how you make some prep. Criteria, uh, I think, I that, that, that made made a, 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 a bloody bloke, hmm. right? A bloke's a great word. Yeah. I think bloke's a proper good word, right? And I just think no one's ever gone that bloke over there and pointed to you. Mm, you're not a bloke because you're not a bloke i've got my little contactor model miniature paint here blokes don't do warhammer yeah you fucking all right i think you're wrong really you want to argue that no (laughs) (laughs) that's a t-shirt blokes don't do warhammer there must be a sign at games workshop saying uh, strictly no blokes (laughs) Oh dear. Sign up to our Patreon, please. <laughs> um right. So um things that I think made blokes back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh pubes. A lot of pubes. Yeah, I've I struggle with pubes. Even armpit hair, I haven't got a lot of armpit hair really. That's so. why you're not a bloke, mate. Yeah, it's fair enough, mate. Tom Colsey's a bloke. He's got so much armpit hair and pubes, it's makes me feel sick. Tom Tom likes to kick about, doesn't he? Likes a bit of footy. He does like football. He's good, actually good at football as well. He's, he's used to like the birds, didn't he, back in the day? Like the birds, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Old school. Yeah, old, old school, school, mate. Old school. That was a bit of misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> good, good body of pubes on him as well. He really did have a nice, thick forest of pubes. Um, who's your number five, then? Uh, number five. Right, I'm going to go... Um, for uh, Bobby George, the dart player. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, uh, do you no know who Bobby George? Is? Nah, of course not. Um, is he the drawing that they had on Bullseye? He was holding the dart. He's got. No, that's that's a ball. Oh, sorry. Right. Um, bully that's, George. That, that's bully. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Is there a more bloke sport in the eighties than darts? No. Right. There's not. Uh, and so, with, with, with that in mind. Bobby George, right? He's an East Ender. He's a unit. Yeah, and he loves gold. (laughs) I know the guy you're talking about now. Yeah, got you know he's he's borderline Mr. T territory with the with the the, with the neckwear. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee full full fist of sovereigns, full sovereigns, couple of coup grands. Like loves loves a bit of gold. Um, Again, saw a lot of that. Yeah, did Uh, he? I heard that he wore that jewelry as a, like a, a handicap because he was too good at darts, so that to weigh his arms down a little bit. That's the sort of thing blokes done back then, mate. Fucking hell! Right. Look at that. I'm just looking at him on bloody on the Wikipedia. Is he on bloke.com? Just, just <laughs> check out the Wikipedia, Bobby George. He, he's dressed in like a Joker's purple blazer 
and then he's got so much jewelry on. I think he's got his left arm up, which has got all his jewelry on. I think it's just showing off that he can lift his left arm. Yeah. Also, another thing blokes blokes wore back then, bracelets, big gold bracelets. Oh, yeah, he's got that, mate. Like, um, that. Yellow see, teeth, slick back hair. Fucking hell. Likes a fag. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, my friend, is an 80s bloke, right? right. Yeah, uh, Bobby George. Not content with one bloke's name. He's got two. Bobby George. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. Um, and, and also, I, I just think Bobby George likes a bit of bling, likes to throw some arrows. Yeah. I just think, fucking hell. Back then, I mean... Yeah, you get him come out to throw your arrows on bullseye, like you're getting 101 with three darts, yeah. guaranteed. Guaranteed, mate. Yeah. What's your number four? I wonder what he smells like. Oh, I can tell you exactly what he smells like. Curious. <laughs> curious. Curious and sovereign fags. Curious and snaps. <laughs> I guarantee uh, head and shoulders. He uses head and shoulders. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, splash yeah, of yeah. curios, curios, yeah, and uh, full English every day. Is he still alive? Surprising. Uh, so. Right, my number four, Mickey Flanagan. You see, mine are well not blokey now. I just don't think I know blokes like you know blokes. Um, basically because of his stand up, and just obviously. He is a bit of a geezer, isn't he? An East Ender geezer. A little bit were, a little bit way. A bit shifty. Yeah. Uh, likes to go out. Likes to have a drink. Cheeky line. And uh, when he uh, misses his out, he masturbates as well, which I think is quite blokey as well for some reason. I don't know why I think that's blokey. Um, yeah. He goes out, out. He likes going down the pub. And he just sounds like a geezer. That's yeah. pretty much all I've got for Mickey. Um, I just feel like you're overshadowing me here with yours. Bobby George just makes Mickey Flanagan look like a bloody boy scout. It's because you've gone wrong era, mate. Wrong era. I've gone wrong. Especially Flanagan's my probably, next one, I reckon so Flanagan's upset. about my age. So I reckon like Flanagan's reference points for, uh, you know, them first couple of stand-up tours that, that everybody's seen a, a few times are fucking hilarious. Yeah, they are. Uh, but he's observational on kind of that era of of, of blokes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good shout, mate. It's a good shout. Oh, all right. Thanks for the sympathy. Congratulations. Who's your number four, then? <clears throat> Terry McCann from Minder. Okay, that's brilliant. Uh, Dennis Waterman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Probably the most bloke anthem ever. I could be so good for you. you. I'm going to love you. Love you like you want me to. Um, yeah. Uh, I could be so good for you. Absolute bloke belter of an anthem. Uh, I mean, he was just a fucking bloke, mate. He, uh, brown leather jacket. I mean, that is that is a bloke's garment as well. Like in the 80s, brown leather. You pop yep. that on, slide your hands through it. You know, make sure your bracelet popped out of the cuff. And uh, you know, blow the dust off your soft rings, <laughs> and like, and you probably get in your capri, um, or you probably have, I don't know, maybe a Cortina, and uh, if you was a high, if you was a bloke that had a few quid as well, maybe a Granada, um, but yeah, it was just like he was, he was a bit of muscle, Terry McCann for Arthur Daly, um, you know, ex boxer, um, yeah, he knew how to give a dry slap, didn't he? Dry, see, the, this is the terminology. Now you're getting it, Matt. Now you're getting it, right? Blokes yeah. don't punch people. Mm. You, right? get a slap. Him, you get a slap or you get a right-hander. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> like, you know, I think Terry McCann threw a few right-handers. And, uh, you know, he was like, he was always kind of in the shadow of Arthur Daly. But Arthur knew that, like, unless he had a bloke in his back pocket, he was in bother. He was in trouble. And it was like... You're a big man, but you're out of shape. Now sit down before you get slapped. (laughs) Yeah, Terry McCann. Fucking hell. Not only that, but sung the theme tune. Can you imagine, like, how how, women must have loved him. Men loved him. He was everything. He was like, he was the absolute 80s bloke. 
like early 80s bloke, Terry, Ma- Terry McCann. What a name! Yeah, it's very bloke- blokey. Do you ever have you ever met a Terry that ain't a bloke? No, well, my spirit animals are Terry. Do you remember what? the kid from you know the kid from school who taught me everything I knew right, um, yeah. about sex and uh, you know. Dealing with bullies. Terry Dude. Butcher. Terry fucking Butcher. That, what mean, that, a name. Yeah, that is a solid name. If I could change my name, I would change it to Terry Butcher. What are other blokes' names? No, there isn't any others. Peter? Terry, definitely. No. no I'm joking. Terry. Brian. That no. might be coming up. Um, Dave. Uh, Dave. Yeah. Um, yeah, go on. I don't know. I can't think of any other man's name. Mickey doesn't sound. I don't know. Mickey's quite blokeish, I guess. Mickey. Yeah, but it'd always be something like fucking Mickey Thick Fingers. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be like uh, Mickey Walsh. It'd be like always yeah. some kind of like nickname. I love a fucking old school bloke nickname as well. Terry the Clat. Why's that? Fuck, you don't want to fucking clout off him, mate. Can nick the bubble. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, do you want to hear my next one? Because it yes, just please. makes this all sound so stupid now. You don't take Ross Kemp. I think I think Ross Kemp is Back like off. I think he's like he's quite middle class, isn't he, Ross Kemp? But he's quite tough. And like he's a man's man and he can hold his own. And like he might not be your tip, he might not be like Bobby George, but he's like he's a he's a tough guy. And I think the fact he can make him fun of himself in extras, being scared of uh being <laughs> Um, I'll go forget Jones. his name, Vinny Jones. Um, I thought was quite good. Obviously, you know, if you, if you don't have to take yourself too seriously, he's comfortable in his own skin. He obviously played Grant Mitchell, he was hard as fuck. Um, and I don't think that was too difficult for him to play that role, really. Um, have you ever seen that? You know, he's done all those crazy documentaries. Have you seen the one where the geezers try to rob him? We're putting a gunpoint. Uh, when they stop him at the border where they've all got the guns on him and he's just keeps moving the gun away from yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, like, that is like, he's not an act, that's not acting, you know. That's like, he literally just stood down a gang who were pointing guns at him. And, mm. like, you know, they were trying to get him to lie on the floor and he was fucking having none of it. Mm. And I just thought, wow, that's levels of testosterone that um, I don't think I've got, mm. you know. Terry McCann would have just dropped him and carried on walking. Probably with a couple of slaps. He'd have probably just done one swing and slapped about four of them in the yeah, face. That definitely. Been, yeah. Definitely. Oh, sweet. Yeah, Ross Kemp, mate. Super Army soldiers. I mean, I see you, Grant Mitchell. Mm. But I'm going to raise you, Fair Frank enough. Butcher. Oh, fucking hell. He, he was a proper bloke. And yeah, yeah. Mike Reed. Mike Reed. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, high blood like. pressure. You tend to find that a lot of these people have got high blood pressure. <laughs> a good chat. That's actually yeah. one of the uh, one of the constituents of being a geezer. In fact, one bloke at college, he was such a man at eighteen, and he already he was like had a full like proper like obviously not straggly beard, but a well kept beard. All the girls loved him. Red face. Yeah. Red red face. Like he was already about to hit fifty, and he was eighteen. <laughs> I love that. That's such a good point. Blokes have high blood pressure. <laughs> Fucking their arteries are clotted up. Their balls are swollen. Because they don't... What is it? Oh, um, what do you want for... Uh, I'm thinking of making lasagna. What? Meat and potatoes, please. <laughs> that just think meat and That's potatoes. not going to clot my arteries. Yeah. Just meat and potatoes. That's all they eat. Matt, and, uh, and pints. I'll have a um, corned beef sandwich. Or a corned beef sandwich, or a full English. Yeah, uh, um, yeah Mike Reed, uh, a, a, a really good bloke garment was the glasses, the the tinted oh, ones. Oh, amazing! You know, where that that, that kind of light brown tint. Yeah. Uh, he'd come out old school, fag on the go, one hand over the top of the mic on the mic stand, tell a couple of blue jokes. You know. <laughs> Uh, when he was doing his stand-up. Certainly would be blue, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, use words like wallop and like, oh, what a great word that is. Don't get used that wallop. much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, I mean, even as Frank Butcher, run a car lot. If you run a car lot oh, mate, you're gonna in be the East that. End, yeah, that's right. come on. It's like Terry fucking Tibbs. Like, Absolutely. He ain't a luxury car. <laughs> Talk to me. He uh, he ain't gonna be like again. Mike Reed, brown leather jacket. Like yeah. statement he's, piece. He's, he's, he's a statement piece. Sets <laughs> off his red face nicely. Like home over. Like see, I... <laughs> <laughs> weren't shaving it off. No, real men don't <laughs> shave their heads. Other than Ross Kemp. Uh, I guess I've proved my own point. Comb it over. It's yeah, not like someone's going to go, what's going on with your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> Wind your neck in sunshine. <laughs> Ever you mind? Fucking thick ear. Yeah. Anyway, I can do you this agree. escort for, uh, for a monkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, Mike Reed uh, as my number three. All right, uh, I'm going to go with, um, again, I'm going to get this all wrong. Brian Blessed. See, I do think, right, I know where you're going with this, right? But... He's like a posh bloke again. I don't know what yeah, my fantasy it, with posh see, I ruled out Oliver Reed on the ground. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what my number one is in a minute. <laughs> I ruled him out because he was posh. <laughs> I've got a posh bloke fetish. It seems, doesn't it? Yeah. Other than you. Like, Brian Blessed, I mean, fucking hell, A, one of the best humans on the planet. What, what, how fucking good would it be if we could get him on here? Well, he's actually got his own podcast now. And really? Basic, yeah, yeah, I think so. Bedtime Stories. Because he's done all these weird things. Like, the, he, these are self-proclaimed things he's done. Yes, he really did once help a woman give birth under a tree in a park. Yes, he saved the man's life on Everest survived the plane crash in the Venezuelan jungle and punched a polar bear on the nose to scare it away as he walked to the North Pole. <laughs> He's climbed Everest three times. Yes, he was in the original cast of Cats and is a brilliant Shakespeare, but he's chiefly famous for playing blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So... I Why have they think, not mentioned Vulcan? He, oh, hold on. He was, he, he was in... Well, that was the next thing. It's like, he's actually... Print, the thing he's most notable for is the flying warrior Prince Vulcan. And um, he did have a relationship with Agatha Christie, and he he once lost the chance to meet Doctor Who because he wanted to play him as a Chinese Doctor Who, talking sex with Dalai Lama and meeting the reincarnation of his dead brother. Obviously, the last one proves that some of that has got to be bullshit. I mean, I'm undeniably just a fucking geezer. I will geezer though, and um, I've told you the story before. He left a voicemail, and um, a mate of mine met him and got him to leave a voicemail on uh, someone's phone um but the, the voicemail for some reason was well it was for another co-worker of theirs but he was so rude in it he offended her because he was like listen here you fucking cut <laughs> <laughs> and the voicemail really upset her 
But, uh, oh, yeah. brilliant. Did I tell you about um, my, uh, a, a, a fellow I know where I live, um, he's going to prison uh, mm. for, for something. And, uh, <laughs> and my mate went on Cameo, because he's a big, big fan of uh, MMA, uh, and got him a, a, a message from uh, Rampage Jackson. Oh, amazing. And uh, <laughs> he just said, oh, can you just send my mate a good luck message? He's, got, he's going to be going to prison uh, for, uh, for something. And he just went, <laughs> the fuck are you going to prison for? You're going to get fucked in there, man. <laughs> and like, I just had a massive go at him. <laughs> it was just like, like, I can't send it to him. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> just had a massive fucking rant at him. It was like, that's oh, not really what I wanted. But, uh, oh, man. Yeah, easy 200 quid. Cheers. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Number so, two? Is it your number two? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to go um, global here. Uh, and I'm going to say uh, Mick Dundee. Oh, lovely shout. Lovely shout. Yeah. Um, brand leather, yeah. High blood uh, pressure. High blood pressure. <laughs> uh, yeah, none of this like, you know, all these modern day, you know, lads, you know, going around like, you know, with shooters and, you know, gang culture and that. Yeah. Just, just, just had a, had a knife, didn't Walking they? great machete. It wasn't uh, a knife, was it? Where no, not uh, by English standards or American. Yeah, just like. You know, Stetson, brown leather, just add a little, just, just like to walk about as well, to quote Mickey Flanagan. He just liked to walk about. He'd have a look about. And uh, and he, he was fair. He wasn't an horrible man. But yeah. uh, just don't take the piss because uh, he, he won't have it. He won't, he won't have, have it. it. Even if you're a crocodile, he yeah. will not have it, mate. Like, and, uh, you know, I think back in the uh, the 80s, like, uh, you know, he, he, I mean, he... The actress that played uh, his his love interest in that film, um, you know, w- was just drawn to uh, his man his his, mm. his his manliness. Yeah, yeah, he was oozing uh, oozing old spice, wasn't he? Uh, so much so, uh, married him in real life. Oh. Um, also, at the time, uh, was the face of uh, Lager. Uh, do all the adverts for Fosters. Was it was it Fostex or was it like Forex or something like that? Oh, was it Forex? I think it was Fosters. But he wouldn't give a forex for anything else. Well, I don't know. No, no, I'm questioning that now. I think it. I do think he was Foster's, the Amber Nectar. Yeah, I think he was. Oh, was it okay? Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're walking around in a brown leather, and when you're not doing that, you're yeah, just talking about Foster's. you're getting paid to talk about lager. And yeah. like, and when you're not doing that, uh, yeah, you, 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 you. I mean, Mick Dundee, clear, clear. <laughs> What are you laughing at? I just looked up a picture of Mick Dundee and it's a <laughs> title from the, the Guardian. He definitely, while well, you saw that, he's, he's uh, doing blogger campaigns. The Guardian's title is Crocodile Dundee was sexist, racist and homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. A proper bloke. <laughs> All the ists. Oh, we've come a long way from the 80s, I hope. Yeah. Luke Buck Luke Buckmeister wrote the uh, article in the Guardian. He definitely looks like someone a bloke would bully. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, Luke. Sorry, mate, but you you know I, I won't read the article out. But yeah, they're bringing it back, aren't they? Crocodile Are Dundee. They? Yeah, yeah, it's coming back with um, what's his bollocks? Danny Mc um, oh, he's got a curly hair. Danny McBride, is it the funny Henry guy? Ramsey. Who? Henry Ramsey. Who's Henry Ramsey? <laughs> Curly hair bloke from Down Under. <laughs> no, he's bloody um, uh, Danny McBride. He did uh, D- Eastbound and Down. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I could be getting his name wrong. You know me. Probably isn't Danny McBride. That'd be interesting. Danny, Mc- Danny McPhee? Nanny McPhee. No. Why haven't they cast Alf Stewart for that? He'd be brilliant at that. Oh, it is Danny McBride, yeah. Oh, Alf Stewart. He was a fucking bloke. Isn't you he flaming that galah. What's Weren't that? Weren't he that puppet? No. Okay. No. Did Alf have a second name? I don't know. No. I don't think didn't... so. You need to fact check this sort of stuff before you start throwing it out uh... there willy nilly. What's your number two? No, it's my number one, mate. Oh, go on then. 
fucking Ollie Reed, isn't it? But you would tell me that I don't know anything because I play Warhammer, so we might as well just crack on with your number one. <laughs> he, he could sink a pint, couldn't he, Ollie Reed? Yeah, I think he, he had a few. And he, uh, he was known for it. Um, you know, he lived the life. Fucking did. He really when it was, life. I mean, the fact that, see, most of my blokes, they ain't got any money. Yeah. Uh, whereas Ollie Reed had a, a hell of a lot of money. Uh, so, and he hung around with people that had a hell of a lot of money. And I think the yeah. the story of when Keith Moon hired a helicopter yeah. and was just trying to freak him out, Ollie Reed come out and started taking shots at the helicopter with his shotgun, uh, stark bollock naked. Um, Ollie Reed famously, I believe, used to, when people would come over, like to shirts off and wrestle. Oh, yeah. He liked to wrestle. Uh so yeah, Ollie Reed, Richard Harris, uh, Peter O'Toole, they were uh, they were your seventies oh, Hellraisers, yeah. weren't they? Ridley Scott says Ollie Reed dropped down dead after challenging sailors to drinking match while filming Gladiator. There you go. If there's not, if there's if there's one way to go out as a bloke, that's quite. He dropped down dead on the floor of a pub. Fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, that, if that's the, the life you're going to choose, it's probably a fitting place to uh, to wind it up, isn't it? He, uh, yeah, he played. Um, oh, what was his fucking character in, in, in Oliver Twist um, with Dog Bullseye? Uh, oh, fucking hell, what's his name in Oliver Twist? Uh, Fagin, no, no. Um, the other one, innit? Uh, no, he did, pl- no, he weren't Fagin. No, Ron Moody Bill played Sykes, Fagin. Bill Sykes. Bill Sykes, Bill Sykes, that's a fucking name, yeah. No, Fagin is uh, Fagin was played by Ron Moody, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, yeah, Bill Sykes. I guess he was a uh, he was a Victorian bloke, wasn't he? Yeah, proper geezer, Victorian yeah. geezer. At a, at a staff, you know. Was it staff with an English about, bull terrier? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Saw a lot of them dogs this week. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. What's your number one then, mate? Blow me away. Uh, you won't know who he is. Um, All right, fucking hell. Uh, Pat Roach. Oh, don't I? Sorry, who? Pat Rowe. Honourable mentions for plastics, right? What? Uh, plastics, like fakes. People that want to be blokes that aren't. Just a oh, little okay. shout out. Uh, oh, cool. Wolf from Gladiators. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair um, enough. Shadow was the real deal, though, as we've all found out <laughs> recently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, go on. Any other fakes? <laughs> Just wolf. Just wolf. Didn't he break? No, didn't someone try and nick his Lambo and he fucking twisted him up like a pretzel? Fuck off. No, he did. He broke his ribs and all sorts of shit. That mate. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf was actually quite a tough bloke. Oh, if you got ironed out by Wolf. <laughs> he would fucking spread you like margarine over the pavement, mate. Oh, fuck it. I would beat up Wolf. I would not fucking. I would. I would literally fucking leave. Leave my fucking country and go somewhere else if I got beaten up by Wolf. No, I'd have to go. Are you that confident? Oh, we're gonna get a celebrity fucking boxing match going here. Wolf Wolf's about three hundred. I've got to have a look at what he looks like now. Wolf from Gladiators now. Oh my. <laughs> I reckon, he, I reckon he could still have you, mate. Fuck off. I reckon he could fucking <laughs> rip you to pieces. Well, as I've mentioned it countless times, probably on this podcast, uh, Wolf Sports. He opened a sports shop in Graves. <laughs> That's sick. Like, just walking past, like literally like going, fucking hell, there's Wolf with that fucking shocking barnet. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, my sure, number cool. one. Your number one. Uh, Pat Roach. Google Pat Roach. Right, I'm Googling oh, it. Your, uh, Googling it. So I'm let just me tell you Papa about... Roach come up. Was he the lead singer? No. Okay. Uh, Pat, my life to pieces. also known as Pat Bomber Roach. Right? Oh. So oh, wow. Pat Roach, alongside Minder, the ultimate bloke telly in the 80s was of Weederson Pet. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. He played one of the builders in of Weederson Pet. Oh, not my con- God. Not content of that, he was a wrestler. And. Not content of that, he run a scrap merchant yard. Well. No way. You run scrap metal, right? You're oh, a wrestler yeah. up north and you're in a Fuedison pet. Can you just imagine how many pubes that man's got? 
I mean, I'm I'm looking at pictures of him now. He's got loads yeah. of pubes. They're coming yeah. right up at, over his belly button. Yeah. He was in bloody Raiders of the Lost Ark. He was the German Nazi yeah. that he punches into the propeller blades. Yeah. No. This is incredible. He's a fucking giant man. Yeah. Pat Bomber Roach, mate. Oh, wow. He he come up in our Acceptable in the 80s podcast and we just got caught up in like, forgot what a fucking 80s bloke he was. Wow. Pat Bomber Roach. Scrap metal. If you work in scrap metal, oh, you've got to be a man because you're going to get little cuts on your hands and stuff, aren't you? You might bang your finger with. Oh, a mate, hammer. he's got shovels for hands. He ain't worried yeah, about. Yeah, he's got shovels for hands. Fucking hell! Like I don't even think he'd give you a dig. I reckon Pat Bomber Roach would just give you a big old shove in the chest and you'd be gone. That'd be it over. Yeah, and push you through a wall. Yeah, I reckon he'd, he'd always have like underneath his like brown leather, he'd have like a shirt. I reckon maybe three buttons done up, like enough just to show that his pubes have literally come up to his chin. Yeah. Where just his beard starts. Know. Yeah, it just merges in with his beard. Yeah. It? Yeah. I, I think Pat Roach is 90% pube. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drunken soiree in the within. <laughs> Chris and Stu present our core listing the podcast.